Hello, hello. How are we? I think we're doing good. How's everyone listening? Good? <laughs> good. <laughs> when I say how are we, I meant we as in you. you oh, know? how are like, we? Like, how are you? Like, how are we? We're here. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Glad We Talked Podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Chanel. And this is our busy episode. Another busy episode. We are just two busy gals. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like I was away this weekend, this past weekend, and you had the stomach bug the weekend before. It's just, just been... can't catch a break. Yep, we cannot. But I am so excited. Every time I think about what I want to do next for the podcast, I'm like, we're going to finally get to do the things we want to do. <laughs> it's like a lot to balance. We have our jobs, our social life. It's like our trailer, jobs, social life, friends, <laughs> family, <laughs> relationships. <laughs> it's so true. We are living and breathing the everyday life. It's amazing. I still can't believe that there's everyone has the same 24 hours and people like do so much in that time. I know. Like I'm tired. And just imagine having kids or I don't know, other things to take care of. I haven't done my taxes yet. I think about it every day. <laughs> I need some tax help. I think we need to get a tax professional on here. Yeah, seriously. I just do my own TurboTax, but honestly, I got to get on that. Mm, I bring mine to H&R Block. Um, these are unsponsored. So if you guys are looking <laughs> for recommendations. Hashtag unsponsored. The real <laughs> review. We should make that a hashtag. You know how everyone has hashtag sponsored, but like that yeah. whole de-influencing trend that's happening right now. Oh, I don't know about that trend. Yeah, on TikTok, there's this whole de-influencing trend, and it's where you take everyday life and just real situations, kind of what we're doing on this podcast, and de-influencing, so showing the unglamorous, normal things. Oh, I like that. I also like that you keep me young on the TikTok trends. I like that you keep me young everywhere else. <laughs> Fair. Isn't it um, funny that I like TikTok a little bit more? I don't know. Do you like TikTok? I don't mind it. It's just not my go-to for some reason. Like I have to like actively be like, oh, let me go to TikTok and see what's going on. Yeah. I've had highs and lows with it. Like sometimes I get really sucked in and then I'm like, I need to stay away from it. But now that I've been trying to post more on TikTok, I feel that I'm going to it more. Yeah. You have been posting a lot and I can't even think about posting a first video. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> It is intimidating, but there's something about the platform where it doesn't have to be picture perfect that I like. Like I can, I like that they're embracing. First of all, there's so many algorithms and or whatever their algorithm is, it's like it caters to you. So I'm not like trying to impress anyone. Like I am, but I'm not. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. Where Instagram, it was so picture perfect that one moment that like one picture that you wanted to get across in this post. Where TikTok, it's like, you want to post a picture of you eating some sushi? You can do it and like yeah. put a funny sound behind it. TikTok is just like unfiltered. Which is kind of like me. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I- I'm not posting a video of me without makeup on. Are you guys crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to that episode where we talked about social media comfort zones a little bit. Exactly. But how was your weekend? I know you had a big weekend. I did. And I posted a TikTok about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you did. I saw it. So you posted a TikTok of you moving out of your childhood home and you, you did two of them. So do you want to talk about it? Yeah. The first one I posted was just my thoughts behind moving. So this weekend was the big weekend where my parents closed their house. Is that how you say it? They closed their house. They how would you say it? I don't know. They closed on their house. Sold their house. They sold their house. They closed it. Yeah. It was, we had like- It's gone. The countdown clock reached zero. It was definitely emotional. I was sick the weekend before and I was supposed to help move that weekend and kind of do the goodbye. So that added a little bit of stress onto everything. And I was like, when am I going to be able to do this? So luckily I had a personal day I could use. I used it on Friday and I went with my mom to the house. Everything was gone. And we did a walkthrough and I filmed a lot of it because I just wanted to remember it. And I'm, I'm planning on using some of that content. Um, but it's just kind of nice because when I was there, I just told while driving up to the house, I told my mom, I was like, I feel like I'm going to a funeral. And she had the, she's like, I literally was thinking the exact same thing. Oh my God. Like It just had, I had this feeling of like a death and yeah, it really is because in so many ways, like that was part of our family. It was something like a, a family member, friend, dog, just something that was so close to us. And we, it was just funny that we had this exact same feeling. And then when we got to the house, I like looked around and it was so weird because, and I told my mom, I could feel our furniture and like things around us. And I have you moved before? Like, yeah. Yeah. Is that how it feels? I mean, I didn't have a childhood like home that I moved out of. So it may have been a little bit different, but I moved before and like took out the furniture. So I know that feeling of like emptiness, but like you picture your furniture in place. Yeah. It was really weird for me because it was the first I've moved from apartment to apartment, but this was the first time I was like, I feel like I could just go sit down at the kitchen table or I could picture the sofa, but it wasn't there. And my mom said at best, she was like, I just this was so hard for me because now you see like I felt like there were ghosts around me the whole time living here so she was like when I would think you were up in the room or my or grandma was here drinking coffee like I would just look and see you guys but you weren't here Aww. and I like I understood that in that moment because I felt like you know even though they're inanimate objects I still was like that's where you know the coffee maker was so it was kind of weird then previously I had done this little thing that I talked about with my therapist because I was having a hard time saying goodbye and accepting this change. And she was like, what would make you feel good to celebrate this place and all of your memories at this house? And I said, honestly, it was this memory I had when we first were building the house, when my parents built it. My dad let me eat pizza and drink Yuhu from a that local. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah, from a local pizza place. It, it was because like the, the the carpets weren't in, like there wasn't any furniture. It was still in the building stage, but um, it was one of those memories where I was like, "Oh, this is so cool." And we were sitting in the room, and there were some family friends over, and he was showing them the house. But I remember looking out the window, and you used to be able to see horses, and it was like there were cows in the back, and that's why I chose that room. And it just stuck with me. So I said, like, doing that again and sitting in that room, eating pizza and drinking a Yoohoo would kind of bring it full circle. So my mom and I had done that when we were still in the moving process. I love how your therapist flipped it. And she was like, what would help you celebrate? Because obviously you were saying that you and your mom felt a little bit gloomy on the way to the house. So it's like kind of 
a good way to remember it positively and like bring some positivity into the a day that's like a little bit sad, a lot sad. Yeah, we had well, so we had done the the pizza a different day, but it's true because when I went back the day we were moving, I felt like I already had that ceremony and I that wasn't time, yeah. as sad as I thought I would be when I was going through my room. So it was nice. And the only thing I hadn't done was like walked in the backyard and said goodbye to one of our dogs that was buried back there. So I was able to do that. And I don't know, it was just, I'm really happy that I went. I think my mom was happy that I was there for her emotional support too, because it was a lot that they did. They moved mostly on their own because I mean, my brother helped out and I helped out when I could, but it it was something that they really took on themselves. It was like going through 25 years of things and memories and childhood drawings and just knickknacks. And it was just a lot for them. And I could tell they were ready by the end of it. And what did you guys do with all your furniture and all that stuff? Like, do you still have it in the family? We gave it away to some people. Some some of us took some things. It was just so much. But they did, like, do a, a lot of Habitat for Humanity runs and giving away items. So... Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're downsizing. So a lot of the things they couldn't take with them, but they did take some things that we all really found important. It's just like the end of a chapter for you because you just talked so much all the time about going home to Connecticut and I've been to your childhood home. So like every time you used to say it, you were going home and like that was your home. So it's like now in your new, I know you guys have a house, um, down by the beach in Connecticut. Are you going to call that home now? Or is it like a different meaning? Like, How do you like to find that now? It definitely feels different. I feel like it's my parents' home and not so much my home because, Mm -hmm. and even today I was walking down the street and I was like, I wish I could go home. And I kind of wanted that home feeling. And then I was like, oh wait, that's not my home anymore. And like, I could even feel like my nose starting to tingle a little bit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But it's time, but it's also just weird, you know? Yeah. I said this in one of my TikToks is that you and I both live in apartments. So for me, while this is home base, it never feels like my home in the sense of like comforting, loving. It it does and it doesn't because I know at the end of the day, this isn't mine. It's a place I'm renting that is temporarily my home versus like this is actually my home. So I'm not homeless, but like in my heart, (laughs) I feel a little bit like wandering And actually, Amanda, her brother, Tim, who is really close family friend, said to me that where we grew up isn't the actual place. It's a feeling. And it's really true because when I think back to where we grew up, it was so great. And it's like that feeling of thinking about home is what I miss and like what I love. And even though I had that place, I can always have the feeling and like I can't go back, but I can think about it and I can have those memories and like I'm tearing up a little bit. So um, that that just really was a nice message to receive during this process. Yeah. And I feel like he's right. Like home is a feeling. And I think you are closing a chapter, but you're starting a new one. Like, like I was saying before, I didn't grow up in like one childhood home my whole childhood, like for 25 years, like you did. But my mom got a house in New Jersey a few years ago and now that's quote unquote home. And I do feel like that's home now for me when I think about it. 
I agree with you. Like living in an apartment is very like not <laughs> like you're you're like, oh, I'm going home after work. But in your like heart and your mind, you know that this is temporary and you're not going to stay here forever. So I think for now it's really sad. And I think the only thing that's going to help is like time and making new memories in this new place that your parents have. And eventually I think you'll honestly start to call it your home or second home or whatever it is. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's definitely the people just hearing you talk about your mom and where she is. Um, my parents already moved all, all of their furniture over. So um, I can feel it more homey and the things that they've collected came with them. So I guess yeah. it's home. But Wait, that sorry, say that again? I guess it's starting to be home or second home, my parents' home. It's a home for me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you'll always have your first home and you'll always remember it and you'll always have those memories, but now you just create new memories in a new place. Exactly. And eventually when you think about going back to your parents, one day you're just going to be like, I'm going to go home. And it's just going to like slip out. <laughs> My mom's going to hear you say that and be like, Chanel was right. And then she's going to replay this for me when I call it home. Love it. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing, you know, a little bit better. I know it was an emotional thanks. weekend, but it gets easier. Yeah, I definitely it's it's getting easier and it'll be okay in the end. I everyone goes through something, some type of move like this, I think, in their lifetime, probably multiple times, but this was the first big one for me. Yeah, I mean, changing and like adjusting to new things isn't always the easiest, even if you are gonna change. So Yeah. And I know you're very sentimental. <laughs> I am. And I talked about this with my therapist a lot, actually, because I just was having a hard time with it. And it's not just the move, it's everything that's wrapped up into it. It's your childhood, it's the memories, it's your life totally. experiences. And it's kind of unpacking that. And she was a really great help because she had gone through moving from her childhood home, her parents had sold it and I, she was able to connect with me on that and give me advice. And, you know, she, she said when she moved, she and her brother decided to do something like ceremonial. I think it was a really good takeaway. So yeah, I, I I'm glad you did the little celebration in your room with the you and the pizza. I think that is so cute and like yeah. such a good way to, to leave it on like a high note. Yeah. And I think that's, um, can be applicable for a lot of changes and for listeners, if you're going through a change or something to kind of flip the script and think of something that will celebrate something difficult and make you feel better, do it. You don't have to just like put your head down and grit your teeth and get through it. You can also like find little moments of happiness that you can create for yourself. I'm going to say it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I you do. Love I think that. that's so, I think that's so, that's so cute. Speaking of love, you just had <laughs> a lovely weekend getaway to California. No, I'm kidding. To Canada. <laughs> I know. I said CA and you're like, California. I'm like, oops, forgot the end. <laughs> <laughs> and how, so how was that trip? It was good. So we did a surprise party for Martin's mom. She turned 60 mm -hmm. and we've been planning like a little surprise party for her with his sisters for like a month or two. We did it in like a little upstairs, like wine room thing. It was actually very Ooh. cute. It's like, little couches and a bar and you can like bring your own wine and they have wine and it was just a really cute setup there was like a few of us like 15 of us we like heard her she finally got there she didn't know that me and martin flew in at all like we went to toronto oh, this first. was a complete surprise yeah like we flew into oh. toronto and we went to a basketball game one night we went out to dinner another night had really good food 
And then Saturday we went to his little town and we were with his sister for the whole day. And then for the surprise party, it was at like the nighttime. We went to the the wine place and we all like hid, like turned off the lights, hid in the corner and she came upstairs and she was just like, <laughs> just total shock. She was crying. She was just like so happy. Like oh it was really cute. And we knew that was going to happen. She's like a very emotional person. She's so sweet. You know, people she loved were there and it was nice to see everybody. So it was like an amazing night. Wow. That's, I didn't know this was a surprise trip. I just thought it was a surprise party. And like she, I don't know why in my head, like she thought we were just there and then for her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know at all this was a surprise. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. So, so we stayed, we stayed with her for the rest of the weekend. So that was really nice. She was just so happy. Wow. Oh my God. That's amazing. What did you wear to this party? <laughs> um, I wore my standard blazer because I wear blazers to everything. You're a blazer girl. I love a blazer and leather leggings and like little booties. Cute. Oh my God. This is, I wish I was at this party now. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. Um, Sunday, we just like lounged all day. We watched these two shows um, on Netflix. Well, one was a movie. What shows? So we watched the Murdoch Murders, which have you seen it? I haven't, but obviously it's in the news and we're constantly hearing about it. But I feel like it's a good recap of what's what happened. It is insane. Like, I, I didn't really know the family well. I guess they're a really well-known law family in mm-hmm. South Carolina. I didn't know really much about them until I watched the documentary. It's three episodes. They're an hour each. Basically goes through, like, who they are as a family, but also, like, the stuff that they've gotten involved with that's, like, sketchy. There's murders involved. But people just kind of swept it under the rug because wow. of who they are. So, like, they basically had the whole town and law enforcement, like, wrapped around their fingers. So they just thought they can get away with anything. It's really interesting. And we were just hooked, like, on Sunday. Just sat there for three hours watching the whole thing, eating candy. Like, it was so good. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's just, like, such an insane, sad story. Really, really sad story. But it is really interesting to see how some people get away with, like, actual murder. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll add it to my watch list. I'm very curious. I I know it's trending. I should be more up to speed on what's happening. Instead, I'm up to speed on stupid TikTok things. But... (laughs) TikTok matters too, okay? (laughs) I think that's their new campaign. Um, (laughs) Exactly. And then we also watched the new Reese Witherspoon movie, Your Place or Mine. And how was it? It's with uh, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, with Ashton Kutcher. It was cute. Like, it's exactly what you would expect. Very rom-com, but it was like a really easy watch, really good family night movie if you're like with your family. It was cute. Did you see all the press around that? No. Where at the press events, Ashton wouldn't like get close to Reese because he didn't want anyone to say that he was cheating on Mila. Yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. So there were all these like, Ashton looks so awkward in these pictures. And like, you can tell there's no chemistry. And he's like, I just didn't want to cheat on like, look like I was cheating on my wife. You know, like, you're damned if you do or damned if you don't with PR. It's so true. I love that for Milo, though. Like, he's so committed. Yeah. Was <laughs> were, was there chemistry in the, the movie? Yeah. I mean, you love Ashton and you love Reese separately. So yeah. like, to see them together was really cute. It's weird. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. But like, for the whole movie, they basically don't see each other. Huh. Like, they're on FaceTime for most of the movie. So it's COVID friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But it was a good movie. Okay. You're always recommending new shows and movies on Netflix. I love it. 
I know. I've I've been really into like watching reality TV lately too. So (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I just binged How I Met Your Father when I was sick with Hilary Duff. I I love her. Yes. Wait, did you watch the first season recently or did you watch it when it came out? I watched it when it came out and I just started watching the second season while I was sick. Okay, same. I watched the first season and I need to start the second. I've I've been waiting because I was talking to Sarah, which I mentioned on last episode. She was like, I can't just watch one episode at a time because they're like 20 minutes. And I was like, that's so true. Like, why am I watching one? I need to just wait till they're like a few are out so I can binge it at once. Yeah, it's true. I, I think some shows are meant to be binged now. I think I watched something else. I watched a lot of stuff while I was sick. Oh, I, I watched I watched the Love is Blind reunion. Or oh, after, yeah, I watched that too. What was it? It was like someone's birthday party. After the altar. After so you know that was filmed before the reunion. Oh, really? Isn't that annoying? Now I'm mad. Because it, it was like so confusing with the Raven SK timeline because I was like, wait, are they together? Yeah. But it's because after the altar was filmed after the show and then the reunion was filmed after the altar. But then they were together after in the reunion. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were dating again. Oh, interesting. So if you're not familiar with Love and Love is Blind, <laughs> definitely go watch it and binge it. It's where like these couples do this whole quarantining type of dating situation where they like meet each other and get engaged behind a blind wall, uh, behind a wall. And then, I don't know, either they choose to get married or they break up. But this is what we're talking about. And SK was super shady to his fiance Raven. Oh, my God. There was a TikTok about it, like the girl who he cheated on Raven Wait, with. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, didn't see I'm it? not on that side of TikTok. Jeez. <laughs> Every time I bring up what I see on TikTok, you, you didn't see it. <laughs> I want to talk to someone that knows the algorithm of TikTok and how you end up. Like, obviously, we know how you end up on your side, but like, I would be super curious to know that. Like, of course, I have the gossip stuff. <laughs> so basically, like, he was like in Cancun with some girl cheating on Raven and told her that he was in school. And oh, she I found that. out because some girl on TikTok posted a video <gasps> of all of their DMs and all of their photos while they were in, in Cancun. Oh. <sighs> this is a reality TV podcast now. <laughs> hey it's we've been busy so this is what we've been busy doing we're letting everyone know what we've been up to those are my updates cool i think i yeah the move is the big one for me and just wondering where i go from here yeah well i'm very excited to see you on friday we can talk more about it and we'll be recording a full episode (laughs) we have some topics lined up we have some guests lined up i have a new guest actually i want to tell you about i met him in pt today Oh, we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Just I love little, this. Little, I'm, I'm sparking up guest conversations at physical <laughs> therapy. I wear my hat to PT. Oh, I did show oh God about the hat. Guys, we have hats. If you're interested in getting a Glad We Talked hat, just whatever, message us and we'll <laughs> figure out how to get you one. Thanks, sir. You're welcome. You got to start marketing. So that's that on that. Uh, I like that that's one of your endings. Well, I think we're in a good position to plug everything so if you don't know follow us on tiktok at glad we talked podcast and you can follow me on tiktok i don't know why i'm trying to post there but i'm at tortulini and you can also follow our instagram at glad we talk podcast and you can email us at glad we talk podcast at gmail.com if you're a spammer please don't email us because we keep getting some spam emails but if you do want to talk to us please please go ahead and don't forget to review and rate us Oh, good one. I always forget to say that. I love the reviews we have so far. I know. All the reviews are so cute and so sweet. So thank you for, for leaving them and leave some more if you feel so inclined.
I want to buy people <laughs> presents when they leave us reviews. That's called bribery. Oh, I will. I want to just say thank you. <laughs> if you leave a review, let me know, and Chanel and I will write a handwritten thank you note. Oh, that's cute. Well, thanks for joining us on our busy episode. Yeah, I'm so glad we got to talk. Me too. Bye. Bye. Can you see me? Yeah. Oh, Siri, get out of here. Siri, not now. She said, okay. (laughs) I said, get out of here. She's like, okay. All righty then. And three, two, one. Showtime.